Monday, January 8th, and welcome back to the Damon Bruce Show. To new viewers, hello. Great to have you. To old loyal viewers, great to see you once again. Thank you so much for choosing to be with little old me. After many of you have already made the choice to join Larry Kruger and I for Wake Up Already on a Monday morning. After the 49ers do not walk off the field winners but walk into the playoffs as a one seed after their game with the Rams, and that's all that matters. A healthy, well-rested team that is quite possibly about to win a Super Bowl. That is the goal, that is the mandate, not only amongst 49ers fans, but I believe the 49ers themselves, they all know it. Here it is. Here's the best bite at the apple you're probably ever going to get. And even though you got to win one to get to two and you got to win two to get to three, and we only want to look at them one chapter at a time, let's be totally honest. This is the biggest three-game stretch of Kyle Shanahan's life, the three-game stretch that it's coming up. And it better be three games. Super Bowl or bust, the thumbnail is not lying today. Thank you very much for being here. Again, please hit like, please hit subscribe, making that algorithm just kiss us on the forehead. We really appreciate that if you can indeed do that. And then, of course, if you really want to support the channel, not only are there Super Chats up and at them, but there is also memberships now available to you, and it's great to have you here. Thank you so much for supporting what we're doing. Look at this. Mike one Mike coming on off the top rope. Got to say, I didn't have Bob Myers to the Commanders on my uh, Black Monday bingo card. Yeah, I didn't see that one coming either, Mike. That is really kind of amazing, and it just shows you what happens when your options basically run to unlimited and undeed. Bob Myers has got unlimited options in front of him. Hopefully he doesn't have to draft a center. Eh, that's a quality sports joke. It works in two different sports. Anyway, uh, good luck to Bob Myers. Maybe that's a conversation we'll be having with Bob himself here coming up. It's going to be a really, really interesting week. I know Damon Amendolora is going to be joining us from uh, um, Mad Dog Radio. He is one of the only other Damons I accept as being a part of the media, and he and I are going to be talking football, and he's maybe the most vocal national media member when it comes to how the A's are getting screwed over and what a crime is being committed in Oakland. So Damon's going to be joining me on Tuesday. On Thursday, Ethan Sherwood-Strauss will be joining us for the 11 a.m. show. Looking forward to having him on. I think he's one of the most interesting guys on planet sports these days. We'll be talking about a lot of stuff. And obviously, there is no coming game to preview because the 49ers need to wait through the entirety of wildcard weekend to find out which lowest seed remaining will be coming to Santa Clara for the divisional round. So we've got ourselves an awful lot of focus on football. And at the same time, we have the comfort that is a bye week. So we can kind of go in any direction we want to go in, and we will keep it pointed, hopefully, in the direction of interesting for you the entire time here on the Plus. It is great to have you again. Thank you very much. And then you got options. You could be anywhere. You choose to be here with me, and that means an awful lot. And I mean, look, everyone's getting back to normal life. Like, this is the Monday where everybody went back to work. This is the Monday where you're holiday vacation is over and you are back to your routine. Uh, Jillian dropped off both the boys at daycare and pre-K. And this is the quietest the house has been in two weeks. It's gorgeous. I hear the silence. It's so wonderful. Love those kids. 
Boy, the silence is exactly what we needed. Uh, Damon, watching on video right now, of course, the video is blurry. You guys got blurry? I don't think we're blurry. Doesn't look blurry to me. Hopefully it doesn't look too blurry to you. I think we're good. Um, but, you know, we're, we're, we're trying to get it right. That's the theme of 2024. Last year, we sort of just learned what we're doing. This is the year where we're going to try to get it right. So thanks very much uh, for being a part of this. And let me tell you, uh, no blurry for me, not blurry for me. That guy needs to check his own internet connection. Thank you very much. That's Mike One Mike, True Blue Forever, San Bruno Mike. He's coming in crystal clear, plusing over here. No blur here. Corporal Tez. By the way, these are all members. Uh, Giants Niner fan. All among the initiated... So I'm going to trust them before I trust anybody else. They've got my back in so many different ways. So does this guy right here. Look who's in the chat. Gotta get these. Yes, indeed. My man, Ike. It is so good to see you. And let me tell everyone right now, it's the right week for you to get an Ike sandwich. Go ahead and get, make sure, I mean, you're going to guarantee lunch is fantastic. Now that you're back in the office, why don't you guarantee everybody at the office has a fantastic lunch? Catering from Ike's is available. Delivery from Ike's is available. Eating your way towards free sandwiches when you download that Ike's Rewards app app is available to you. And I suggest you do that. Delicious sandwiches from my man, Ike, first and foremost, our main sponsor. And we thank him so very, very much for the support that he's shown. And hopefully we continue growing together, man. This is fun to be on this journey with him. Watching him support me has meant an awful lot. And I want you to go ahead and get a sandwich from Ike's. You'll be very, very happy you did. Post Game and Damon, of course, brought to you by Hughes Orthopedics. We had a really fun post game show yesterday, even though Jake Moody missed a couple of kicks. My knee's feeling good. Hopefully his knee's feeling good. Hopefully Cleveland Farrell's knee is feeling good. But my, my knee is feeling great, thanks to Dr. Paul Hughes. And if you want to go ahead and find out how you and your aching joints can feel better without invasive surgery with a little cellular stem cell replacement therapy, go to orthopedicsurgeries.com and his offices are in San Bruno. Get all the information you need, schedule a consultation, and believe me, he's got the future waiting for you and your future does not involve a surgery. If Dr. Paul says, I can fix this, he can fix this. And let me tell you, uh, if you feel like fixing on maybe a little little wagering on a national championship game on wildcard weekend, go to mybookie.ag and use promo code Damon when you sign up for a 50% deposit match up to $1,000. Thank you so much to all of our sponsors. Thanks to all of you. We're going to hop into the chat today and we are going to hear what you have to say and we'll probably do it without an official uh, Club Plus throwdown because I want to hear what your thoughts and feelings are after that game. Again, we have been trying to all regular season long remain in the moment of the regular season. And remaining in the moment of the regular season, I think in order to do that the best, you just got to talk about the regular season. You can't talk about the playoffs and the Super Bowl, and we all know what's waiting, and we all know it's coming, and we all know how much it means, but let's not talk about it until we get there. Well, we've arrived. We have officially arrived. And it is time to tell you that there is no joking around at all. It's time to win a Super Bowl. 
for the San Francisco 49ers. They've got the experience. They've got the know-how. They've been sitting on the doorstep. When you look at the rest of the way the NFC is breaking, I think the NFC continues to break towards the Niners, not away from the Niners. They are, I think, best in their weight class. And by the way, we have another member of the initiated coming in. Barry Ford is now a member of the initiated. And he is saying, what? His, 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 Barry, is anyone else's video blurry? You too, Barry? Or were you the original one saying that? Anyways, Barry is now in. So we thank you very much. And welcome, Barry. Welcome. La Profesora is here. DVDV says, Damon, do you hear Draymond's latest podcast? I have not heard Draymond's latest podcast, but we will hear uh, about what Draymond said in a little bit. I'm not ready to get into the Warriors right now. Michael Diaz says, Damon, been listening to you for years. Enjoyed you and Ray Ratto and your banter. Big fan from Yuba City. Two questions from Michael Diaz. And then it, I, I don't think we got Mike's questions. You forgot to ask your questions. So, Mike, if you can get your questions in, we'll go. Oh, here's one. Here's his first. Number one, what do you think about Moody? The two kicks that mattered this season versus the Browns and the Rams, will he miss them? All other kicks, no pressure in games won by double digits. Well, I don't think there's anything as a pressureless kick because you went through because it went through and it looked easy. It seemed pressureless, but I think that there's pressure to make everything. Uh, there is no doubt that he erred. In the biggest kicks of the year, um, there's also, to me, a huge revisionist history going on here that he's had some bad season. I don't think he's a bad player. I don't think he's a bad kicker. He just missed a couple of kicks. Again, that was his first missed field goal or kick of any kind, any kind, since October 23rd against the Vikings. You know, so for a guy who you can't depend on to make a lot of kicks, he hasn't missed one since before Halloween. That's pretty good. And the point after touchdown that he missed was the first point after touchdown he's ever missed after establishing a new rookie record for most consecutive points after touchdowns converted by a kicker. And that's before, you know, those, those are including all the years before they moved the point after touchdown back. So you don't want to see him coming up with multiple misses now. I think the optimist can say it's good to get those out of the way before the real curtain goes up. Um, I know that I saw Robbie Gold's name trending, and I'll tell you right now, Robbie Gold to me is, is a pipe dream. He's I, I don't think it's happening. I just don't think it's happening. It's not the way the Niners built their team. It's not the way that they conduct business. Robbie hasn't kicked a single field goal this year. You want to talk about a little rust? At his age, he's not viable from distances that you might want to call Moody in for in a big postseason game. Um, and all I can tell you is that Robbie Gold is the kind of guy who's never missed a playoff kick right up until he does. Guess who's also never missed a playoff kick? Jake Moody. Now, he's never attempted one either, so there's there's that. But look, I I don't think, I certainly would hope that it doesn't rear its head as the fatal flaw in a season that was designed to win a Super Bowl. And if it is, there'll be a lot of finger pointing. There'll be an awful lot of blame going around. It'll be brutal. But I can't imagine how this team 
avoids the brutal, you didn't win it all analysis, no matter what, if they don't win it all. Like, however it ends, if it ends without a parade up Market Street, it's going to be a brutal finish. That's the level of high stakes poker that the San Francisco 49ers are playing right now. The table stakes are huge. Absolutely huge. So, Michael, I hope we got your questions in there. And again, thank you very much for watching and for the warm wishes. Chef A says, you know, I'm not blurry because Steph Curry's come into my life and everything's been less blurry since then. I'll tell you, I don't know if the Warriors are less blurry, though. And Steph is officially, for the first time, like showing a little bit of age, right? I mean, this is his second game this year where he's failed to hit a three after that embarrassing loss to the Raptors on Sunday night. We'll get to that in just a little bit, but let's keep it in football mode here for a little while longer. Again, great to see so many members in here. The initiated is all over this, and we appreciate it. Mike, when Mike says, oh, great, now I got the Steph Curry uh, in my head all day. Oh, Barry said he refreshed on his end, and it cleared it up. There you go. I, th I thought we were a blurry-free program here this morning. I'm glad, indeed, it is working now. Yeah. Wiseman might be the worst pick in that entire first round that year. Must be trouble. We're not, we're not doing that now. I think I still like James Wiseman more than I like Andrew Wiggins, who I'm just, I'm out. I'm out on Andrew Wiggins. And they need to get out of the Andrew Wiggins business. I don't know how, how exactly they do it. But get him off the team. He sucks. You can't be doing nothing and be standing in the way of progress all at the same time. And for those of you among the initiated know, you know that the sip of the day is already over. And as a matter of fact, I'm, oh my God, the carafe. Drip, drop, drip, drop. We're totally out. You know a wake-up has happened when you when the carafe has made the in-home studio. I'm a French press guy. What can I tell you? So, look. I'm not going to throw it into Warriors mode, not yet. Not when this team has accomplished something that is not easy to accomplish. The 49ers... They set out to have a great football season. And there's no such thing as it's great all the time. That's not available. It doesn't happen. And this league is built to rip that apart. Again, any five-game winning streak is an impressive feat unto itself in this modern NFL. And the Niners have had more than two five-game winning streaks this year. They're the one seed. More important than the home games is the overall team health. Is there a team in this tournament more healthy than the San Francisco 49ers? From just the NFC standpoint alone, I don't know. The Dallas Cowboys don't seem that banged up. But I, 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 the Niners are just sitting pretty. Absolutely sitting pretty. And it's good to see them so well positioned after they've knocked on the door so many times. I guess here's the second part of that Michael Diaz question. What do you think about Ronnie Bell? I would get Ronnie Bell off punts. I don't trust Ronnie Bell. I don't dislike Ronnie Bell, but he is like all rookie receivers in Shanahan's offense. Um, he hasn't quite earned those reps yet. It's, it's tough being a receiver in Shanahan's offense, but Ronnie had drops yesterday. 
He's a little bit of an, uh, of an adventure and being a six rounder from Michigan. Like, I get it. I get it. I don't want to see Ronnie Bell on special teams. You got to throw him out there as a wide receiver. All right. I guess cross that bridge when you get there. But again, Jawan Jennings getting out of concussion protocol means that we, we how about this? We shouldn't really even see Ronnie Bell the rest of the year if everything goes right. If everyone stays healthy and things are on track, I don't think we see much of Ronnie Bell because I want Ayuk returning punts and I want Debo returning kickoffs. I think that's the way I would go. So, Michael, thank you. Um, what else we got going on? Again, a lot of Warriors. I don't, I don't, we're not getting into Warriors chat here. Not yet. Not yet. But Barry Ford is officially being welcomed to the initiated. Again, it's an incredible group. What a cool group of people who met online or becoming real friends. It's very cool. Damon, I caught the Warriors loss on 95-7. Did it look as bad as it sounded? No, it actually looked worse, I'm guessing. It was not good. Not good at all. This is Cheese Leong. That last game showed me how awkward Darnold's throwing motion is. You know, Darnold is a guy who doesn't have one throwing motion. He uncorks things from a lot of different arm angles, and maybe that's part of the reason why Sam Darnold is no longer really a, a starting quarterback. I mean, I, he started well. He started six for six. He had a pretty good first half. And then in the second half, the 49ers couldn't string anything together. You know, I think they had a six-play drive followed by a three-and-out, a three-and-out, and then the final drive of the game where he fumbled it away because the ball hit a Rams helmet as he was looking to load up another throw from a goofy angle. And, I, you know, Sam Darnold didn't have nearly as good of a day trying to audition for what his job might be next year as Carson Wentz did. Carson Wentz, how, how does that guy not have a job? beyond I'm a backup quarterback in a late-season addition. Like, he's pretty good. He, he was pretty good, and he was the leading ball carrier in that game yesterday. Carson Wentz, 17 carries for 56 yards. He led the game in carries and yards, both teams. I'll say this. I liked what I saw out of Elijah Mitchell. I like what I saw out of Jordan Mason. Both those guys were running well. Both those guys picked up some McCaffrey-like chunk plays. Sam Darnold picked up a few chunk plays. There were times when the players might have been different, but the Niners still sort of looked like the Niners in that first half, especially in Sunday's game. So I... I'm going to be very happy to see Brock Purdy back running the show. What a luxury that he got to have a week off. Kittle, not out there. We saw Trent Williams come out of the game after one drive. I was surprised he even was in that game for one drive. I really was. I thought he was going to get the, you're not going out there today, treatment. But he was out there for just a little while. Um, Cleveland Farrell's got a little bit of a knee but that's it. I mean, they, they got out of that game healthy. Didn't play Kittle. Didn't play Greenlaw. Rest for those two guys, very important. Didn't see a lot of Debo or Ayuk in that second half, and that's probably why that offense sort of hit a screeching halt. But um, the Niners could not be sitting any better. 
They're really, really sitting pretty right now. And everything that they want to be, they've got a clear path to being it. A Super Bowl, I don't want to say they're so close that you can see it, but there's never been a playoff appearance where Kyle hasn't at least won two games. Winning two games this year means you're in Las Vegas. And that's the whole goal here. Get to Las Vegas and take your shot and see what you got in a Super Bowl. Or again, even if they get to the Super Bowl and they lose it, it's a huge disappointment. But they got to get there. They got to get there. And then take your chances in that game. And I don't know who they're going to meet. It feels sort of wide open over in the AFC. Less wide open in the NFC. But this is what we're here for. This is what we sign up for when we sign up to watch football. And by the way, when we sign up to watch football, I shared this with you just last night. There is nothing on TV being watched like the NFL. And the numbers are in. 93 of the top 100 broadcasts on normal television last year were NFL games. Not just football games, but NFL games. So there were three other college games. There was one Super Bowl postgame show that's also in the top 100. The Academy Awards, a night of political programming, and a Thanksgiving Day Macy's Parade are the other seven shows that round out the top 100, but 93, really 94, because one of them is a Super Bowl postgame show. So 94 of the top 100 shows on television last year were related to the NFL. I mean, the NFL controls network TV, like no nothing else. Like the, the NFL is more in charge of network television than the networks are. It's amazing. And if you want to know who the commissioner of college football really is, well, it's, 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 it's cable networks. No, no entity has done more to change college football than television deals. And there is no entity keeping old fashioned television alive like football. So, you know, that these, these teams are, you know, a little, or I should say the, the networks are scared a little shitless that, Half the wildcard weekend is going to be over on Peacock. There's going to be a lot of people signing up for Peacock to watch football. And once that happens, I'm going to tell you right now, like I was saying to Larry, we are probably less than a decade away from the Super Bowl being somewhere where you got to pay for it. Just not free on TV. Watch, dude, they put the Super Bowl on Peacock. Everybody signs up for Peacock. I know that much. You could put the you could put the you 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 could put the Super Bowl on OnlyFans. You would have people signing up for OnlyFans in droves. I know a lot of people already are, not one of them, but um, you could put you could put that you could put the Super Bowl anywhere. We'll find it. We'll go to it. Oh, we have another member of the initiated SMB eighty six. SMB 86. Thank you very, very much and welcome. Many of these chatters were nearly trained in the dark. You are now born into it. But thank you very much for supporting the channel. 
through memberships. Again, Barry's already feeling the love. Glad to be a member. We're glad to have you, Barry. SMB86, SMB86. Glad to have you. Damon, sorry for jumping the gun on those Warriors. That's no, all right. It's all right. Look at it this way. The way the Warriors are playing, a lot of people are looking for a gun. It has not been great. Wiggins stinks. Yeah, he does, man. I, He is soft. What a soft player he is. We got John Edwards again. Another man who became part of the initiated today. John Edwards says, from top management to the NFL's best roster, this 49er team is right up there with the 84 and 94 teams. Well, I mean, we're talking sacred territory right there, but where this team absolutely is in compared to that 1994 team, the 49ers this season, John, scored 491 points. That's the second most points scored by this team in a single season history. Only the 94 team scored more, 505 points. And we all know where that team ended up. 6,773 yards of offense, the most gained in any one season by the Niners since they had 6,898. 10 opening drive touchdowns in 17 games topped the entire NFL this team comes out locked, loaded, and ready to play. They are good. Stephen Cass thinks I'm some sort of kicking expert. Then explain why all his kicks go to the right, either just inside the goalpost or they go outside the goalpost. If it were a bowling alley, I'd tell you to line up one, two steps to the left if you push everything right. You know, if you're telling me his kicks always do that, then you either adjust your kicking motion or you adjust to your natural kicking motion. I, I'll tell you that this guy had one of the better measured rookie kicking seasons we've ever seen. You knew that you were getting a rookie kicker who had never kicked a postseason field goal. You chose to do that, the Niners did, and they better hope it doesn't haunt them in the postseason. But Robbie Gold is retired. And whether they called him in the past, uh, he apparently showed up to try out for the Giants. Giants said they weren't interested. I don't think Robbie Gold is, is a solution that is really just sitting there waiting. The way that some fans are saying, oh, it's just so easy. Go ahead, nuke this young kid's career and just bring in Robbie Gold. Again, the guy had not missed a field goal since October. But his pressure kicks. Okay, like I get it. it, it, it I'm, I'm not unconcerned, but I really don't think you can do much about it. And in terms of me giving him like technique points, I couldn't, I couldn't kick a, I, I, I don't think I could kick a football over a fence, much less kick a field goal. No way. No way I could do that. So I, I don't know anything about it. Steve, he's a, he says his mechanics seem a little off. Why isn't anyone correcting his kicks approach? Steve, do you really think that the Niners have set all season long going, yeah, we think there's something wrong with this guy, but fuck it. We're not even going to coach him up. They're not not trying to make him better. I mean, come on. Come on. 
up, Damon? What's up? 49ers Ultimate Report. Good to see you. Good to have you in here. What else we got going on? Here's Steve. One thing we can agree on here. He's like, just trading Wiggins to any team dumb enough to take him. Yeah, just get, get him off the fucking court. I'm done. I'm done watching that guy. That guy standing in the way of Kaminga minutes or Moody minutes. Get him out. Get him out. You know, Draymond, if he's done crying in his eyes, crying in his own hands, let's let, let's get Draymond back out there. All right, I can, I can just feel everyone chomping at the bit, chomping at the bit, wanting to talk some Warriors. How about this? Bob Myers is going to go help the Washington Commanders pick their, what, next head coach? Bob Myers. Look at Bob. Good for him. He was smart enough to get out while the getting was good. And what the Warriors are left with is an aging team that's getting older by the minute, by the game, and um, a coach who is stuck in between trusting veterans he shouldn't trust anymore and not trusting younger players who he should be trusting. Whenever I'm looking at a bad Warriors game, it's the bench getting them back into it. Clay was all right on Sunday, but uh, Curry had a rough one, and when Curry has rough ones, the Warriors just aren't going to win. It's not going to happen. Moses Moody was really good. Can we get more Moses Moody, please? If you got to drive Andrew Wiggins to an airport to get more Moses Moody, do that. Allen says, if the season comes down to a last-second field goal attempt, the 49ers didn't take care of business. I mean, there's a way to maybe look at that, but I mean, will, you, will you care if you win the Super Bowl by this much or this much? It's, who cares? Just go win. Go win. Stop gambling for just a minute. Go win the fucking game. I don't, I don't care. I don't care. I don't care if the Niners win the Super Bowl by a billion points or a half a point. A Lombardi trophy is what you're looking for. It doesn't matter how it arrives. All right. Well, now somebody is drinking already early this morning. Warriors, NBA champs, Niners, Super Bowl champs, 2024. One team has a better chance than the other. One team should have a better chance than the other. Look at Barry already just, just, just chiming in like he's been here for years. Damon, I got a beautiful 50-year-old French press carafe. I love it. Barry, you look so young in your avatar. How do you have anything that's 50 years old? Rick Mighty Bone Feliciano says, I think Curry's losing hope, not skill due to age. Why go 110% when it's not going to matter? Well, Curry goes 110% because he's a future Hall of Famer. He's one of the greatest players the sport has ever seen. Steph Curry doesn't need a team functioning around him to want to go out and be Steph Curry. But look, Father Time's undefeated, kids. 
And when Steph takes a, I didn't hit a three night and he hasn't had one, what, for years in a row. And now he's already had two in about two weeks of each other. This is just sign of things slowing down a little. And it's supposed to happen. Like that there's nothing wrong with Steph regressing game to game a little bit. The the what's wrong with the Warriors is the rest of this team not doing its job and picking up their captain when he needs them the most. That's what's so frustrating about the Warriors. They got this great player, and the guys who are more interested in picking up this great player seem to be Trace Jackson Davis, Pajemski, uh um Kaminga and Moody more than it is the other guys. Do you think we see Chris Paul again? What do I have to do? I'll trade you Chris Paul and Andrew Wiggins for a a cooler full of Gatorade right now. Really? I don't know if we're going to see Chris Paul play another game for the Warriors. I don't know if we're going to see... I, I don't want to see Andrew Wiggins play another game for the Warriors. That guy is... A, he's a basketball pussy. <laughs> There's no other way to say it. The game where somebody needs to do something. You're going to have a three-point night? Back-to-back three-point games? It's terrible. Chef A, Ronnie Bell scares me. Yeah, right, Ronnie Bell should scare everybody a little. I think I'm more scared of Ronnie Bell returning a punt than I am Jake Moody lining up for a kick. Maybe I'm in a a very, very uh, small group there. Lore says, Damon, will you put Ray Ray McLeod as punt return in the playoffs? I mean, I, I don't think Ray Ray does enough. I would like to see, I would, I would like to see it be Ayuk. All right. So I do want to turn our attention just to the story about Draymond Green that came out today for a little bit. Again, we can sit around talking about what's working, what's not working with the Warriors. Apparently, Draymond Green is about to be playing with the Warriors again, but not before plugging that podcast and giving you a reason to listen. In an emotional conversation, writes Adrian Wojnarowski on ESPN.com, in an emotional conversation around the time of his indefinite league suspension, Golden State Warriors star Draymond Green suggested that NBA Commissioner Adam Silver talked him out of retirement, according to a new episode of The Draymond Green Show. In a clip of the podcast on Volume Sports shared with ESPN on Monday morning, Green, in the aftermath of him landing a shot to the face of Yusuf Nurkic on December 12th shared an exchange with Silver that he said included a discussion centered around his immediate desire to walk away from the NBA. I told him, Adam, this is too much for me. This is too much. It's all becoming too much for me, and I'm going to retire. And Adam said, you're making a very rash decision, and I won't let you do that. We had a long, great conversation, very helpful to me, very thankful to play in a league for commissioner like Adam, who's more about helping you than hurting you, Uh, helping, uh, helping you more than punishing you. 
He is more about the players. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm calling bullshit on all of that. Every single inch of it. I mean, are you telling me that Draymond is really feeling like, this is too much for me. The pressure's too much for me. I can't take any more of this. Do you think he put any of that on the table when he was negotiating a four-year, $100 million extension? Come on. Come on. This is revisionist history at best. I, I don't believe it. I don't believe This is all too much for me. This is all too much. Get, get out of here. Dude, I thought you were all like rocked up, hard OG from, from Saginaw. This is too much for me. This is too much for me. I think you were looking to get into Adam's good graces and you want to do a little ass kissing. I'm sorry. I don't believe Draymond at all. I don't. I, this is too much for me. This is too much for me. Well, then why did you demand Jordan Poole be gone and you got to give me a four-year, $100 million contract? This is too much for you. Why did you sign up for four more years? I think that that, that all sounds like revisionist history, convenient excuses, and, 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 and looking for some sympathy. I don't think there's a lot. Of, I got no sympathy for him. I, 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 don't, I don't buy it. I just don't buy it. Let's see what it looks like when he comes on back. Are you telling me that Draymond Green has found I'm a good boy Jesus and is not going to pick up another technical foul? He's not going to bark at officials anymore? He's not going to do that anymore? I doubt it. I bet he picks up a tech in his first game back. I, I, I'm sorry. Draymond Green, really good basketball player, entertaining guy. I think in this case, I'm, I'm calling bullshit. I'm calling bullshit. I can't take it anymore. I can't take it anymore. What? What can't you take anymore? The game you've been playing your entire life? What, what, do, you, what do you mean? Very odd. Very odd, if you don't mind me saying. We got Yosarian dropping a little super chat saying playoff on apps suck for people who watch at bars. Well, bars are going to have to bite the bullet and sign up for, for that. Okay. I mean, here's the thing. Sign up, sign, go to a bar. You don't have to get Peacock. But I'll tell you what, it'll be cheaper to just get Peacock and watch the game at home than their bar tab's going to be. It's not that much. <laughs> just sign up and then cancel. CJ, I think a lot of people might be doing that. Here is one of our newest members. Again, SMB86, SMB86. Aw, oh, been meaning to join for a minute. Happy New Year to all. On to Vegas. Thank you very much. Again, you are now among the initiated. And I thank you. Baron Red is right. Dude, LeBron knew that Wiggins was soft from the beginning. Yeah. He did. Sam Bruno Mike is not happy with the number of likes that have been thrown at this program so far. So uh, stop upsetting Sam Bruno Mike and hit that like button. Get in there. Get in there. Maybe even hit subscribe. Maybe even hit notify. And again, the memberships appreciate them coming in today.
Must be trouble, says Robbie Gold cannot kick it through the end zone for a touchback. Dude, Robbie Gold's got very little leg strength left. <coughs> it would be... It would be just like the Niners to bring go back to Robbie Gold and then have him miss that first postseason field goal, right? Again, I, I don't I don't think sports are for the eight for the aging. You get you gotta go to the young. You gotta go to the young. By the way, the Warriors are being taught that every night. All right, what else we got going on here? Bob Myers said, screw you to Joe Lacob and Steve Kerr. No, he didn't say screw you, but he did say, I'm good. It's, I'm, I'm, I don't want to be the bearer of bad news. I don't want to be the guy in charge of this anymore. The, the time to leave was right. And Bob is one of the smartest animals in the forest. And when you see that guy running for the hills, I wonder if Steve Kerr is in a season from joining him. It's been a rough year on Steve Kerr. You can tell the amount of fun he's having is hard to find. Hard to find. Look, the stakes couldn't be any higher for the San Francisco 49ers. Bob Myers was in a situation where the stakes were officially as high as they ever were. There's no way we can meet those stakes anymore. So now he's going to leave and he left and now he's going to walk it. What into the commanders as an advisor. He's a good face to put on anything. Bob knows how to play that media game team. Eminently unlikable becomes more likable when you have Bob Myers being a, a representative, but I don't think he's going to be like a big part of the commanders going forward. Again, I don't think he said, screw you to Joe Lacob. I just think he said, I'm good here. My jo The job that I have done is done. Jason Mobs says the old heads need to be benched now. Especially when you got younger guys out playing them, like almost on a nightly basis. Again, Sam Bruno Mike gets it. Because Bob Myers is a freaking genius. That's why he's with the commanders. I mean, he's put himself in a nowhere-to-go-but-up situation. The Warriors were a nowhere-to-go-but-down situation. <clears throat> niner, niner, bang. Let's just say it honestly. Kerr is playing roster politics. He says ro roster politics, but roster politics. He wants more minutes for vets and more money for them. I I I mean I don't think it's about I don't I don't think Steve is looking at this in terms of anybody's next contract. Steve is only looking at this through the prism of what can this guy do for me tonight? And he trusts guys who have done it for him in the past more than he trusts the new guys to show up and start doing it for him. And I think Steve really needs to come off of that way of thinking. I think he has to. I, I think it's a must for this season to start going anywhere it's supposed to go. 
Otis, so good to see you as always, Otis. He says, it was nice seeing Clay get 25 last night, but we need more nights like that from Clay. Yep, you sure do. And he just can't summon it up anytime he wants it anymore. Rockin' New Era 84. I just need a Niner Super Bowl, please. And all I can tell you is if you think you need one, you think you need one? How do you think Kyle Shanahan feels? Oh, my God. Got a chance to go to a third straight NFC title game. Even if he gets there, it's his fourth in five years. And he's still hoping for that Super Bowl. So I hear you. Everyone, everybody is hungry for a Super Bowl who roots for the Niners. Travis Lee says, video lets great Damon, or maybe it's a video lets you be great Damon. Love your takes. Bang, bang, Niner gang. Well, thank you very, very much. I appreciate it. Again, I, I, I could not be more happy to be here with you. Each and every day we do this, I have an awful lot of fun doing it. I love this format. I love the community that we've built. And I, I take more pride in success here than I did at any station I have ever worked for. By the way, congratulations to Odyssey on filing for bankruptcy on Sunday. If that were a well-run company, they would have made that choice back in 2020 and have come out the other end of it by now. But nope. Poorly run companies make poor decisions right up until they're thrown off the New York Stock Exchange. Nice job, Odyssey. Not too long before Cumulus finds itself in that boat, too. Again, today is the wrong day to be investing in radio. Otis said... Uh, just curious, will Bob Myers still keep his ESPN gig now that he'll be working with the commanders? Yeah, I think he's going to be straddling that fence. I think so. Again, John again says, Damon, congrats on accomplishing and having the largest sports YouTube audience in the Bay Area. Well, we're not there yet, but you put me and Larry together and that's what you get. Larry and I, when we do shows together, turn into the show of record for that day for the Bay Area. We really have. And that's why Wake Up is such a success. And we put more people in the room than, I mean, it's not just about content creators. It's about established sports talk radio stations. You know, that's who we're competing against. We're not competing against content creators trying to do this on YouTube. We're taking out KNBR and 95.7 The Game. That's our mandate. That's what we've been sent to do. And we're going to do it. Uh, Baron Red says, Damon, I wear a kimono my grandma got in Japan in the 50s. I don't know where that came from. I'm glad to know that. One of my favorite uh, musical moments ever is when Stevie Ray Vaughan went on um, Austin City Limits Wearing a cowboy hat, a kimono, probably coked out of his mind and just ripped one of the great music sets of all time. I'm pro kimonos. I want a kimono. 
Jason says, Damon, I love you, man. Oh, Jason, you should know how I feel about you. I love you too. Thank you very much, Jason. Jason then asked for a shout out. You didn't even have to ask. We gave you one. Jason, thank you very much for watching. Appreciate you. Red Jet Shell gets it. Hi, chat. Hi, chat. Look, isn't this a great chat? Aren't these great people? Come on. Tiger Tank 06 says, so why is Bob Myers going to another sport? What's his angle? What doesn't he work? For, uh, why doesn't he work for the Niners? Well, the, the, the Niners aren't looking to hire anybody right now, right? They're, they're not, they don't have any spots to fill. And I think teams look at the job that Bob has done representing them publicly, and they think, we want a little of that, what, what, what that guy's selling. Again, Bob, Bob's opportunities go to infinity. He can do whatever he wants. What else we got going on here? What else we got? Um, let's see. Red Jet Shell. We go back to Red Jet Shell, and Red Jet Shell is now among the initiated. Thank you very much for joining as a member, Red Jet. That is four different members, I believe, we've picked up today. I appreciate that. People are happy with that one seed. Signing up for memberships is a one seed, and I'm telling you, this is good stuff. Stick around. We have. If you think the Niners have just begun, wait and you see what we've done. We have just begun over here. Joe Salinas says, that's why I'm not listening to regular radio anymore. Wiggins is a basketball pussy. Yeah, look, can't say that on the radio, but it's true. And everyone listening to the radio knows about it and is trying to come up with different words to describe it. And again, we're not trying to disparage women or, you know, a, a fabulous body part, if you don't mind me saying. Um, this, is, this is more than that. This is being soft in the middle. And Andrew Wiggins is soft in the middle. No doubt, man. That guy ain't a grinder. He ain't a hard worker. He ain't out there trying to put anyone on his back and do anything. And now, what are you telling me? Draymond Green is going to do the whole soft in the middle routine? They're like, I thought I was going to retire, but Adam talked me out of it. Bullshit. Bullshit. Did you at any point in time during the negotiating of your contract extension, Draymond, did you ever told anyone that you were almost up to here with the NBA, can't take it anymore? Or did you try to get every single penny out of the Golden State Warriors that you could? I, I know what happened. We all know what happened. It's amazing how people will show you I'm a victim or I'm weak when it serves them. But any other time, Draymond has spent so much time trying to convince us that he is a number one chief badass Leroy Brown, not the guy to fuck with, period, that his whole, oh, I'm a, I'm a bobber. I'm a bobber bouncing around on the ocean just adrift and hoping that it all gets better. Like, I, I don't believe it. I don't believe it. Again, Otis Bird III, he's not a skeptic. He supports everyone. He says, Damon agreed. It's hard to believe Draymond was going to leave everything and retire. Yeah, 
I, I don't I don't believe it. Again, dude, you're from from Saginaw. You're from Sag Saganasty. Go back to Saginaw and tell everybody, yeah, it was really hard for me to play in the NBA in the most glamorous league going in basketball, making all this money, living a life that all of you wish you freaking had with a popular podcast and adulation from, from everyone. And I'm super popular and it's just all too much for me. Get out of here. Giants Niner fan, again, among the initiated, uh, says, hey, no coughing today. Very little coughing today. Much less coughing today. Irwin, about Draymond. I'll be buying bridges before I buy that shit. Again, so you're telling me that had Adam Silver, had Adam Silver not suspended him indefinitely and called him to his office or however they talk together, that Adam, like, Draymond didn't get suspended and he's thinking of retiring in the middle of a season because the pressure's getting too much? Nah. Draymond doesn't think about anything until somebody pulled his card for real. And the Warriors have never pulled Draymond's card for real. The NBA said this time, quit fucking around. This suspension was... Not just suspending Draymond Green, it's also letting the Golden State Warriors know you have not done a good job parenting this guy. You've done such a poor job creating the world in which Draymond thinks he lives in. We're going to give him a whole new world to live in. And that world is fuck you, buddy, until you get your shit together. And it's not because we're feeling bad for you. It's not because you're mentally fragile or weak. You're acting like an on-court asshole in a way that nobody does. You know, but I'm a competitor. I'm just trying hard to win. Everybody in the league is. The Toronto Raptors just undressed the Warriors last night. La Profesora says, couldn't Draymond be telling the truth? Sure, but not entirely. My money's on something happening off the court that's affecting everything else. And he's spinning it um, more than, than he should. Yeah, I, I, I believe that too. Look at it this way. Everybody's got a tough life out there. Nobody's on just easy street. No matter the amount of money you make, that doesn't insulate you from problems in the world with your family, with people and the friends and all that stuff. There's the world's full of pressure. I, I, I'm, I'm just not buying it that, you know, that Draymond all of a sudden is just, you know, a fragile little leaf being blown around by greater forces. And if any time, if any time that guy needed a break, all he's got to do is walk into the Golden State Warriors and say, hey, man, I need, I, need, I need to take a week off. I need to take two weeks off. I need to take three weeks off. They let Andrew Wiggins go sit by his not-dying father's bedside right up until he didn't die. If that's really what happened there, I don't necessarily even believe that. Don't know. But this, this franchise and the league will give as wide of birth to any player that needs some time off as, as any league in the world. By the way, I hope this is a reason why you 
you like what I do and me because I know who I am. And let me tell you who I am. On the day I got laid off, one of the things I knew for sure is that I was among the least sympathetic figures in the world. So you're telling me a 40-something white guy who made a living on the radio being a sports talk host, talking shit and saying whatever he wants about anything, is now looking or asking for sympathy? Did you hear me look or ask for sympathy ever? You know, all getting too much for Draymond? You try losing half your family's income. I mean, you know the pressure that I was under? Did you see me cracking like, oh, I don't know if I can take this anymore. Oh, I'm going to go ahead and ask everybody for sympathy. Symp be sympathetic towards me. I, no one wants to be sympathetic towards me. I'm the least sympathetic guy in the world. I'm not. I didn't even feel sorry for me. I just knew it was time. Hey, Damon, take what you do. You're really good at it. Go somewhere else. Bet on yourself once again. And I bet you it all comes out in the wash. I would never ask you to feel sorry for me. It's not, it's not who I am. It's not who I am. It's just, it's, I'm incapable of pretending that I'm like, oh, I'm lucky to be here. I'm a victim. Uh, no, 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 no. Again, and you know, you're going to have that, well, Damon, you don't know anything about like, uh, you know, uh, uh, people who are dealing with mental things. Don't tell me, you don't know what I know. You don't know who I, who's in my family dealing with shit. You know, we, we're dealing with all kinds of things. Doing with, dealing with two kids under the age of four who are driving me and my wife, we love them to death. They're driving us nuts. Do you see me bring any of that onto the court with me? Postman in Capitola. Damon, thank you for calling bullshit on Draymond. I laughed as soon as I saw the story. <sighs> Again, I'm I'm sorry. I'm I'm sorry, you know. Look at it this way. Let's suppose Draymond is having a really bad day. That really bad day at no point in time should have ever equaled a roundhouse backhand to Nurkic or a, a what, a, a, a headlock for Rudy Gobert. How bad were Draymond's days stomping on Sabonis's chest last playoffs? Was he having a bad day that day too? I'm just, I'm not buying it, man. I'm not buying it. Do you hear Tom Izzo's comments after yesterday's game? He's basically saying, like, look, I, I coach in a world where you can't criticize a player anymore. Tom Izzo. Tom Izzo's got, like, the rest of this basketball season in him. I think he's going to retire. I, I he's looking around at the landscape of how kids are these days, and he's just thinking, pussies everywhere. I'm done. Generation TikTok. It's got a lot of things going for it. Mental toughness and dealing with adversity in one of them. <laughs> Rockin' New Era 84. Bob Myers basically says, screw you guys, and gang, hey. <laughs> yeah, he pulled the full Cartman. 
Kerr wants the Spurs job. I don't know if Steve Kerr wants to coach that much longer. Like, I don't think Steve is going to be looking for another job somewhere. I, I really don't. You know, Steve decided to wipe his hands clean of Team USA basketball. I think Steve, I think Steve is a worldly guy. And when he comes to the end of his run with the Warriors, I think that, you know, other than being kicked up to some executive level, I wouldn't be surprised to see him say, I'm, I'm good. I'm going to go read some books and sit on an island and enjoy my family. And, and that's it. You know, when I come back, it'll be his uh, triumphant consigliere. Damon, if you were GM of the Warriors, what would you do to make the Warriors a championship contender? I don't know if championship contender is really available for them as they are built. What I would do is I would get rid of, to me, the biggest problem on the team, and that is Andrew Wiggins being the equivalent of a basketball pussy. I just, I got no room in my, I got, I can't want it more than you do, kid. It's just that simple. I would rather watch Jonathan Kaminga make 10 mistakes on his way to playing harder than Andrew Wiggins does, then watch Andrew Wiggins have a effortless 25-point game. I, you, you just, I do not like Andrew Wiggins. I do not like him, Sam. I, I do not like him in a house with a mouse with anything. I, I don't, I'm done. Done with Andrew Wiggins. That guy is just soft, S-O-F-T, soft. Sporticus. He's right about this. Bob Myers is walking into a no-lose situation. If they win, he's a hero. If they don't, then ownership will continue to be blamed. What's new ownership? Again, there's nothing to lose there. There's, there's nowhere to go but up. Did Magic Johnson bring Bob Myers in? Well, there's certainly an NBA connection between the two. Maybe. You know, you need... You know, what, what would I do with the Warriors? I would play wings. I would play young athletic wings that you need to guard guys like R.J. Barrett and Pascal Siakam. And if you can't play Kaminga and Wiggins together, the guy I'm trading is Wiggins 11 out of 10 times. Kaminga, you're not going anywhere. Two of our newest members here. Barry saying, I want a Super Bowl ring number six to begin to shut up those obnoxious Cowboys fans. Hear you there? Uh, five years straight of heartbreaks. Enough is enough. Yeah, it's, like I said, it's time to win a Super Bowl. There's nothing left for Kyle Shanahan to accomplish. Nothing. Nothing left for him to accomplish other than winning a Super Bowl. That's all that's left for him. And until he checks that box, there is a massive incomplete hanging over him. I also believe that if he does check that box, he might be the guy who checks that box one or two more times before it's all said and done. Like one could turn into two, could turn into three. I think he's really good at what he does. And if you're not at this point, again, I, I, I can't help you. San Francisco Giants should have hired Bob Myers. God, John, there, there's now there is a GM to worry about, right? Uh, 
Uh, Damon, I remember you gave the A's grief for leaving radio. No, I was on a radio station that in order to be successful had to leave the A's. The A's didn't leave 95-7 the game. They were told, get the fuck out of here. It's impossible to do business around you. They spun it another way. But that's, it, it, you, again, what do the A's do other than spin the truth? That's all they do. And if you want to know why um, the A's kind of vanished before they've even vanished, it's because they they fucked around and they found out. And they also wanted to destroy their own business in real time so they can make the argument that the only thing left for us to do is to relocate. Again, the A's have been the plot of Major League for about six years now. They're trying to ruin their own product. They're trying to drum down attendance so they can leave. And it looks like they're going to get their way. And this is why um, all fishers can go fuck themselves. What else we got going on? Red Jet, appreciating that shout out. Hey, we'll do it for you. Look, Red Jet, thank you very much. Red Jet Shell, you be, you become a member of the initiated. Oh my goodness, what else we got going on? Again, I've been going since about 8 a.m. this morning. 8 a.m. this morning with Larry. Uh, again, wake up. Was fantastic. We broke down the Niners and what they did, what they've been through. We have talked about um, the 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 wild card weekend, how it all sets up. We did thumbnail sketches of all the remaining teams. Again, Red Jet, just like Damon for the shout out. I respond with being a proud member. Wow. Shout out from the man. No, shout out to you. Again, I, I don't sit above you. I don't outrank you. Sports Bane does. But um, no, this is truly, it's not me talking at an audience. It's me talking with an audience. And it's just sad that that was taken off the radio. Again, I've had decades long relationships with some of you. And they tried to take that away. And... Um, Thanks to YouTube, we won't let them. And as a matter of fact, the future that we're going to take away is theirs, not mine. Do you think Draymond is trying to take his ball and get to LeBron? I don't know. I don't know. I do know that if LeBron even pulls down the back of his shorts a little. Nobody gets in line to kiss that ass more than Draymond. And look, Le LeBron James's ass is worth kissing. That guy's one of the single greatest players in the history of sport, much less basketball. LeBron is amazing at his age right now. He's simply amazing. No one will ever beat Father Time, but he's taken Father Time as deep into the fourth quarter as I've ever seen an NBA player take Father Time into a fourth quarter. He's special. But I just, I can't believe that Draymond all of a sudden, so you tell me he's been crying on the inside this whole time, everything we're seeing is a tough guy act? 
I just don't believe it, man. Oh, this is so true. Ben Wallace, Anthony Mason would never say, I can't take it anymore. Draymond's kissing the ring and he's hunting for clicks. I agree. I agree. What else? Again, this is the uh, uh, this, this, uh, we've reached the uh, 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 no sympathy for Damon. Again, I never asked for it. Don't want it. I'm an I'm an unsympathetic figure. Draymond should realize that that's the world he lives in, too. I'll say this. Draymond Green has absolutely stolen a phrase of mine. He used to listen to my show. I don't care what he admits. Draymond is way too media conscious to not know. He pretended one time. He's like, oh, I was listening to what was the name of that show? Damon and Ratto. Don't, don't fucking pretend. You know exactly who the fuck it is I am. And you hear me have always saying, I have irrational self-confidence. My irrational self-confidence is part of the reason why I'm an unsympathetic figure. Because I believe I'm going to see my way through any problem, no matter what, no matter what you can throw at me or on me, I'll get around it or out from underneath it. Again, take away my radio station. Do I become a less broadcaster? Not at all. Not at all. Don't need it. Don't need it. Can you imagine me saying, oh, feel bad for me? I'm under so much pressure. Again, maybe that's the difference. Maybe that's the difference between me and Draymond, who again totally stole the irrational self-confidence. He said it, Curry said it. The Warriors speak the language of the former Damon Bruce show. They've been listening for years. And You know, I, I just think that no, 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 but no, but nobody's going to feel bad for the Golden State Warriors when it comes to a screeching halt. Not at all. That's the way sports works. They've had the stage for a very, very long time. Forces want them off of it. Not only are forces pushing the Warriors off the stage, they're pulling themselves off the stage. Steve Kerr is not keeping the right team on the stage. And now we got a crying Draymond Green. I don't like that. I don't like that. Get Draymond, get Draymond Green back to Saginaw and watch him not say to any of his boys, yeah, man, it was too much for me. I could hardly take it. Folks, I think we have officially reached the end. So, so I think we've officially uh, reached the end of, of, of what has been a fantastic day of broadcasting so far. If you don't mind me saying, wake up with yours truly and Larry Kruger. Went off without a hitch. Um, thanks to all of you. Um, don't be soft. Sometimes you got to bite the bottom lip. And just keep on, you know, keep on swimming. 
Yeah, everything you need to know about life. Uh, you can you can pretty much learn that in uh, in Finding Nemo. Just got to keep on swimming, man. I'd say that to Draymond too. Draymond, if you really are deep down inside hurting, well, then better be a better teammate. Be a better member of the NBA. Start treating your opponents with the same respect that you are telling me you're not getting enough of and you're buckling underneath this pressure. Be a better guy. Be better. They certainly miss him as a ball handler. Otis Bird. Say, Damon, I remember that day. Draymond knew exactly what show he was listening to. Yeah, totally. Totally. It's like the whole, like, people in uh, in the late 90s, like, guys wanted to be too cool for school, and they'd be like, yeah, I don't watch that show. Beverly Hills 9674320. Bullshit. You know that zip code. Come on. By the way, Chef A, slipping two bones into the jingle jangle jar. Thank you very much, Chef A. Chef A. Chef, again, Chef A, she's like, hey, let's call Wiggins what he really is. He's a limp dick. Maybe pussy too, but I I love my pussycats, so um, not so much a limp dick. Chef A, bringing out the limp dick. Again, 90210. We all know. And there it is. Just had a Club Plus day. Just had a Club Plus day. Michael Chan says, I'm so glad to be back. Missed your show for a whole week. Yeah, this, this show's on your phone whenever you need it. It's there for you. Thank you so much for finding it once again. It is good that you found me here. I hope you had a, I, I hope you all had a wonderful New Year's holiday break. Hopefully it's all the break you needed. Hopefully you are rested, recharged, ready to come in and attack 2024 with a vengeance. Like I said earlier, I am vengeance. I'm coming. I'm coming for all that is mine here in the Bay and beyond now. And I thank you so much for being a part of the movement. I thank you so much for your unwavering support of what I do, whether it be emotionally, financially, uh, however you decide to support this. If you just hit like, you're supporting this show, and I thank you. If you hit subscribe, you're really supporting this show, and I thank you. You turn on that notify button, oh my gosh, now you're really taking it up even another notch. You decide to become a member well, now you're really, truly supporting the program and the show and the channel. And I thank you so much for that. And if you're just watching, you're supporting it too, even if you don't touch a button. So thank you for being here. We're going to be back at it um, tomorrow. We're going to be at it at 11 a.m. every day this week. We'll be back at it on 8 a.m. on Friday for a wake-up, even though it's Wild Card Weekend. Larry and I are going to keep that going for you because Niner fans need it. They want it, and we want to give you what you need and want. No sympathy. Suck it up, buttercup. 
Here's your theme of the day. Eat at Ike's. Eat at Uncle Boy's. Get your knee checked out by Dr. Paul Hughes. Thank you so much for supporting the show, for supporting my sponsors, supporting the family. This unsympathetic figure appreciates your support very, very much. Sports don't build character. They reveal it.